Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tēnā koutou katoa e whakarongo mai nā. I o koutou kāinga i runga i o koutou waka i wheakera nei. In uh, this wee wee episode, I went and visited a friend of mine at her whare and we sat down and had a beautiful kōrero. She is amazing. Her name is Jennifer Ward-Leland. She's also known as Te Atamira. She is the New Zealander of the year. Her list of achievements, things that she's been involved with, things that she's done over the years is extensive. She's worked in theatre, in film, in television, uh, music and radio for for over 40 years. And recently, well as recent as as 2008, she has been a a student of Te Reo Māori and now a, a speaker of Te Reo Māori and an advocate for the ongoing revitalization and the normalization of Te Reo Māori, especially in her area. I mentioned her name, Te Atamira. She was gifted this name by Sir Timo Tikaretu and the late Professor Te Wharehuia Milroy at a kurareo, and, and she talks about this in, in detail. She also talks about a number of other things, about what it means to be Pākehā, learning and speaking Te Reo Māori, what it means to be a New Zealander learning and speaking Te Reo Māori and how we can all find and see value in this language that belongs to this place through shared experiences. Anei a māua ko te atamira kōrero. Tēnā koe e hoa, kei te pēhea koe i tēnei rā. Tino pai hoa, rawe ki te kite a koe. Ai, koe roa te wā. Ana, wā te te wā. Ai. Ah, pai ki te noho tahi, whakawhiti kōrero tahi. Ai. Tāua. Ko hoki mai a hau ki tō whare a tāhua. Ana. Tēnā koe. E hia ke ngā wā kua hari mai. Ai. I ngā rā o mua. I ngā rā o mua. Hmm. Ai. That's when you and Joe were. We came into my class. And yes. then after that we started having... One on Some, one, sort one of two on one, yeah. two yeah. on one, yeah, yeah, which was great. So many, many months of of working together and 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 forming a fast friendship. Aye, and yeah. it's kind of strange not having Joe here. I know. We yeah, we we sort of fall upon each other when we see each other. We're you know, kete moki moki ahoki taku kui. I'm lonely for my. The reason we call each other kui, of course, is we found some terrible translation in some um, less than uh, brilliant dictionary that said it was said. Hey, Kui, and the translation was "Hey, old lady," and we <laughs> fell apart. Um, yeah. So from from then on, we called each other Kui. Hey, Kui, hey, Kui. Yeah. And you and Joe, I have this uh, very unique relationship. You committed to each other when you committed to learning Te Reo yes. Māori. Is that right? Yes. So we started. I started in two thousand and eight at Pukenga, um, the Wānanga Oiraka, mm-hmm. uh, Unitec evening class. 
two and a half hours a week or three hours a week every Monday night term time. Right. And Joe came along in 2009 and, um, and we, we struck up a great friendship. Right. And then as we kept going, um, we just, uh, and particularly we went, when we went to Te Wānanga o Aotearoa for the f- Rumaki course, an immersion course in 2013, mm. we were the only Pākehā there. And, you know, we already had a long relationship and that cemented it even more. And we made a decision f- that year, I think beginning of the, the, that year, that we would only talk to each other, email each other, text each other, uh, in Te Reo Māori. And you can imagine at the beginning, those conversations were pretty slow <laughs> with a lot of gaps in them. <laughs> and, and, um, and then all those two years that we were with you at AUT, at right. Te Arapautama, uh, we'd go on the bus to um, to class and get these these heads just whipping round and looking <laughs> at us. These two sort of whitey ladies, you know, um, and um, and I actually I met somebody many years later who said to me, "Oh, I used to love getting on the one two o bus because mm. you and your friend would always speak Te Reo Māori. Mm. And I guess that was a you know, we were always testing each other on whakatauki, on yeah. proverbs, or yeah. kiwaha, on mm. colloquialisms. You know, and it was a great way to... Our learning wasn't just in the classroom. Mm-hmm. It was on the walk yeah. to the bus stop. It was yeah. on the bus. It was on the walk to AUT and the walk back to the bus. So really, you add in the two hours of the class, another hour and a half, mm. twice a week. Aye, you were a lot of te Māori, so he wānanga anō tērā. It was another, another lesson on top of it. And... Just to have someone there who's your got your back, taku pofirinaki. You know, mm. we, we rely on each other. Um, and to have a friend, and that's always my advice to somebody who's learning te reo Māori is mikimihoa. Yeah. Find a friend. Mm-hmm. Find a friend on your level, yeah. whether that's level zero, mm-hmm. but somebody who wants it as much as you do, mm-hmm. and is prepared to be in there for the for the long run. Kauki mm. te kaupapa, you know, stick at it, mm. um, because they will. Yeah, they've got your back. Mm. You They're can hold you accountable. Yes, hold yeah. you accountable, and um, and you can you can test each other on things, and they'll be you know they. I I can't I wouldn't be where I was today without my friend Joe. Mm-hmm. How many years has it been since for since me, that starting first class? Two thousand eight for me. Oh, two thousand and nine. So oh. what are we now? Eleven well, years. Yeah, eleven years. Eleven years. So eleven years you've been speaking only Maori yeah. to each other. Unless we're with a group of Pākehā yeah. when it's rude, you yeah. know, not to. But um, our first language to each other mm. is always Te Reo Māori. Yeah. And, and there's not one communication that isn't in Te Reo Māori. Mm. Mm. So I'm no kutififi. I'm so lucky. Well, Emihiana kia Joe, and Anna. I think we'll have to get her on next time. You said. You were these two Pākehā women and you'd get some looks. I can imagine. What does Pākehā mean for you and, and being Pākehā, embracing Te Reo Māori, speaking Te Reo Māori? Yes. I think Te Reo Māori has been the path for me to get more secure in my own skin in this land, to get more in touch with my Aotearoatanga, mm. my New Zealandness. And um, I went on this show, R&R, the other day with um, Precious Clark, and she said something that really resonated me, with me was, you know, Māori are connected to the whenua by Whakapapa and Pākehā through their lived experience. Mm. And, um, and I thought, yes, that's a, you know, a brilliant 
way of summing up of kind of what I've been feeling mm. that it's not my culture, but it's a culture that is living in this land. And by, and I believe that Te Reo Māori is intrinsically connected to the natural world, mm. so that there are every, you know, that there are fakatoki, there are kiwaha, there are sayings, uh, everyday sayings that are connected to the cloud, the land, the sky, the the sea, and. When we leave Aotearoa and feel that tremendous pull when we come back, anybody flying back to New mm. Zealand feels a real pull as they arrive back here, and it is the land. Mm. And so that has been my, te reo has been a brilliant pathway to feeling solid and secure in this land. Mm -hmm. And I got a sort of taste of that back in, I want to say 2012, I was at a Te Wānanga o Aotearoa um, uh, course, and... I remember somebody talking about the a with the o, and in that word, ao is the world. Aye. And the way he was talking about it, I suddenly realized that, and, and it was almost like an epiphany, I realized the depth and breadth of this language, and it all, it took my breath away. So, you know, te taha a, te taha o, ko te ao te ra, mm -hmm. that, and I realized just, this is this huge journey I was on, you know, in this in incredible maunga o te reo. Mm. So, yeah, I feel really, I feel a more secure person by mm -hmm. having started learning te reo Māori. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I know more about my Pākehā history by having followed te reo Māori, been on this te reo Māori mm. waka, because one of the first lessons or one of the first things we covered in uh, Te Wānanga o Aotearoa was whakapapa. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying to my teacher, but mm, karikawaku waka, I don't, I don't have a boat. She said, well, how did your people get here? <laughs> mm. And I went, mm, yeah. So I went down this incredible rabbit hole wow. of, of, his, of my family history yes. and ended up doing a road trip right up north to Kaio because my family arrived in 1823, so really early up there. What was the family name? Uh, called Turner. Ireida tonu te huarahi Turner. So the, up, up the Urupa in Kaio is, um, is where they, the mission house was. 1823. Yeah. So I imagine your ancestors who arrived in 1823 would have... Uh, learnt te reo Māori they oh yeah they learnt te reo Māori yeah mm. absolutely so that's another thing I feel mm. like I'm following yes. in the footsteps of my ancestors mm. and to walk on the land that they lived on and then go to over to Hokianga where they lived in the Whare Mihingare in the missionary mission house at, um, at uh, Mangunu um, and you know to uh, was incredibly moving for me and I mm. never would have gone on that journey mm. without having been on this te reo Māori waka yeah. so I I you know, it's been, uh, I'm, my world has completely changed. Yeah. My world view yep. has completely changed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm a <laughs> I'm probably a bit of a zealot now. I'm like, why aren't all signs in, a s in, 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 in New Zealand, you know, written in Ngareo Erua in uh -huh. two languages uh -huh. and, uh -huh. and everything? But it's because I, I feel that there's an opportunity out there for Pākehā. Yeah. Uh, to to connect with their Aotearoa tanga, their New Zealandness, yeah, without having to borrow another culture uh, that isn't theirs. Mm. You know, um, uh, I was listening to that radio interview with um, the authors of I think it's Reimagining Colonization, and uh, the the woman. Uh, forgive me, I don't, I can't remember her name, but talking about 
people going over to London, say, and the first time they ever do a haka is when they're overseas because mm. they, they feel a pull mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. express their Aotearoatanga, mm -hmm. but how? Me pewhia. Me pewhia, yeah. yeah. And um, so when I'm talking to big groups of people, I bring up a lot of little um, little sayings mm. that are connected to the land or to the to a characteristics of people. You know, like I might say, oh, he kano he ho miru miru, mm -hmm. or, he koro koro tui. Yeah, he koro koro tui. And I say, I said, we as New Zealanders, we know we those know those birds. Those birds we yeah. know this land. That's it's right. our lived experience. Mm. So imagine if those sayings were just everyday sayings mm -hmm. in Aotearoa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's possible. Mm -hmm. I, I believe so. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I sort of, you know, one group by, you know, group by group, I go around and, and spread the word. <laughs> spread the word. <laughs> spread the word. Spread the good word. Yeah, spread the good word because it is yeah. a good word, you know, and I think it, it makes us, it makes us better people and more empathetic mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. If we understood mm -hmm. the history of this country, mm -hmm. um, like I cannot go to the Waikato anymore without hearing the words of my teacher, uh, te Kura Taioho, mm -hmm. telling me about the extraordinary thriving economy that was there before Grey came in yeah. and cut a sway through that land. The Māori had their own mills, that they had their own ships, that they were feeding Tāmaki Makoto, that there was success and, uh, as I said, a thriving economy and how that was cut down mm. and from then on you get generations of, of, of poverty. Do you think perhaps that's where the reluctance is with some people to learn because they're fearful of learning some of those sides of the history when they start learning about te reo Māori and the culture? Maybe people want to bury their heads in the sand, but I think uh, I think it can only make for a better society mm -hmm. if you actually look at your past. How can you go, you know, isn't it with the, um, te tirohonga Māori, you go forward with your ancestors in front of you? Well, if you can look... At, at, at the history of what happened back then, with that in front of you, you won't make it happen again. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing is I want to say is that I don't bring any generational trauma to my learning journey. And I have been in so many classes over the years and seen that trauma in action where either p people give up or it's really, really hard and there's so much whakamā around Māori not learning it. I don't bring three generations of my family having the reo whipped out of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I can, you know, say, right, I'm going to learn. It's mm -hmm. not that it w hasn't been a huge challenge. It has. Mm -hmm. But that decision does is not encumbered by any other taumaha, mm -hmm. any other pressures. So I, you know, that's why I want to be the best... Ally, I possibly yeah. can, and really understand that, and say, don't, you know, don't judge people for the the difficulty to learn or the reluctance to learn. It's come from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, kia ora, yeah. Koe. In doing what you're doing, have you seen going around speaking and spreading the word, and and then just being who you are in your own work and in your own spaces? Have you seen a, a shift in in people's attitude towards the real? Hugely. Mm. When I started, so 12 years ago, I was always getting asked, and like uh, by interviewers, etc., why? Why? What, what mm. use is it going to be mm. to you? And I was sort of like, oh, <laughs> does it have to be a use? Does it have to be a, you know, do you have to put a monetary value on this? Mm -hmm. I, I learned it because 
it's around me in this country and I was born here and I need to know these things. Uh, and, um, and I reckon in the last five to six years, I've seen a massive change in the way people sign off on their emails, mm. in the way people just naturally come into the room and say kia ora, um, in the fact that so many people are putting Māori translations on their websites, like our equity website has, is, has got um, you know, all, all of the listings in Te Reo Māori as well. Um, and theatres, theatre mm -hmm. companies. Mm -hmm. Q Theatre, I think, were one of the first groups. And right. I know you, you translated the Reo, the, the Reo Pākehā yeah. for all of the signage. signage throughout the whole throughout building. Th yep. And they've also, what I've also seen is that theatre companies in particular have taken a Māori tikanga framework and built mihi whakatau's into for every company who comes into that building. Mm. And it uh, makes a profound difference mm. to how you go, uh, you go on with your theatre journey or your, you know, your production, how your production is in the building. And uh, Auckland Theatre Company as well. And I would say, and basement, I would say theatre companies are very good at that. The arts in general are good at that because ritual is in our DNA. Yeah. And, um, and as I say to people when I go around and give talks, Māori are the, you know, the te mutunga ke or the acknowledgement. They're mm. so brilliant and acknowledgement. Even the word te nākwe mm. says there you are, mm. there, mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, and, uh, and the way that we welcome people into a space is an acknowledgement of everything that we are giving together to make that kaupapa go well. Yeah. So I love it that theatres are doing that. And yeah. that is just a very natural thing now. Mm. It doesn't have the sort of whiff of, of um, oh, I suppose we've kind of got to do this Māori thing. That's right. Not at all. No. Um, and I wrote, Joe and I actually wrote a song for Q Theatre um, that acknowledged the, the tūtohu whenua, um, the, you know, the, landmarks around that place and mm. why the, th the theatre was built, where it sits, um, and the hopes and dreams for the people who wanted that building. And the entire staff know that off by heart and mm. sing it, and they know what they're singing. Yeah. So can you see what a profound difference that makes to, to have a whole staff mm. singing to you if you're a new company going mm. in there, saying, this is our place, and we are he whare ringa hora. We are... Uh, um, Manakitanga is in our is in our DNA and welcome people. Yeah. It's exciting, isn't it? It is really exciting. exciting. So I find those things really, really a, won a wonderful yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. and a lot of big groups, institutions are now doing it on their own um, yes. and, and reaching out to, to, to the right people for guidance, yes. and which enriches the, the process and makes it makes it right as well. Yeah. I've got a building company who've reached out to me to mm. go and give a talk. They want to. They they want to do more. They don't yeah. want to just you know w w talk it yeah. for one week a year mm. like you. Isn't that, that a great sign? That is a great sign. Yeah, and look how many people have connected to your uh, Māori word a day or Māori phrase a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back to what you said before. I had a light bulb moment when mm. you said um, Māori connect to the Fenua through Whakapapa and non-Māori connect through lived experiences. And one thing that I've been thinking about lately is pepeha and how I do that right in the classroom because there's a lot of non-Māori in the classroom. Yeah. How do you teach pepeha um, when non-Māori don't connect to the whenua through yeah. whakapapa and pepeha is all about yeah. whakapapa? Yeah, well, I have to your, think... 
thoughts? Yeah, he pāte pai tērā. Um, I have to thank um, Paraone Te Hekatuma mm-hmm. for putting the, turning the light bulb on um, around that. So I come from Wellington, eh, Pōneki. Mm. So the beginning of my baby house, kua pua fe tēne mea i ngā haupūkiri o Pōneki. Mm. This thing was blown by the rough winds of Pōneki. Kitamaki. So o- automatically I go, I grew up in that place. Man, it's cold and windy, you know. Um, and and so I say that I can feel the wind around me. You know, that's my lived experience. Um, and then I might say, te whangan, ko te whanganui atara, te puna marau waka. So the harbour there is a is a is a... It's a harbour that shelters, it's, you know, it's a very well-known harbour. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's my moana, but I'm acknowledging that here are some landmarks in, in uh, Te Whanganui Atara. And then I might say, ko matairanga, ko matairangi te pai e tu matarana. So the Mount Vic mm-hmm. uh, is up there like a sentinel mm-hmm. over the city. So I'm acknowledging the mountain. I'm not saying it's mine, though. Mm-hmm. And then I do say, ko te aro, te kura, ko te aro, te rohi. That's where I live, te aro. Te aro. And te aro, te kura, I have to acknowledge because that was where my two Māori teachers took us kids to Māori club, ia, ia wiki, ia wiki. So, so it's important for me to acknowledge, acknowledge my kura. Mm. Oh, hika. <laughs> he ātahua tērā. Yeah, mm, being and creative with yeah. the, with so the it's words being, that you're, you're right. using. So you go, what is mm. a, what is the feel of the place that you remember in your, on your skin and in your feelings mm. of living in that place? Maybe you grew up in a place that had a, a sulfur, sulfuric smell or something, or maybe you grew up in a place where um, it's ripe with fruit everywhere. You know, so you can find a, a kiwaha about you know the. Um, the the fer- um, that it's fertile land, you know, something like that. Mm. That is your lived experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would finish off, uh, depending how long I, I would do my pepeha for. I might talk about my ancestry, where they're from, and then I would say Kotiatamira te ingoa, Kotiatamira te wahi mahi, Kotiatamira te wahi e fakatairanga. Ahau i te reo Māori. So then I'd say, my name is Te Atamira. The stage, because that's what it means, Te Atamira, is where I work. So that says that I'm an actor. Rather than saying, he kiri whakari ahau, I'm an actor. And then the stage is where I champion Te Reo Māori. Uh, nō reira, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou. Tēnā koe. Yeah, so, um, um, uh, and you know, that my, I think the thing with the Pepeha journey, because mine mm. was very simple at the beginning too, and I think the more that you, um, uh, you know, travel along this, this uh, te reo Māori, huarahi, uh, the more you start finding more um, nuances, I guess. And well, like, what are the things that re- that you are really connected to? Kia ora. Yeah. Mm. Where, where did where did your name Tatamira come from? Yes, um, so 2017, um, I was at a, a conference called Tipuna o Te Ki. Uh, there were uh, Sir Timuti Kari too and Tifarihu Milroy, and a number of great Māori speakers. So myself and Joe went along as usual. A little, you know. Did you did you present? Not then, no. not then. But Atonawa, mm. 
tera taku hia hia. That's right. what I want to one day. Right. Yeah. Um, and you, that's there you learn um, about all sorts of different kaupapa, um, you know, from everything from breast cancer, cancer research to the translation of moana into te reo Māori. All presented all, in te reo. All, all presented in te reo. Mm-hmm. It was morning tea time and I'm over with my my friends and I suddenly hear, Jennifer, aramai. <laughs> and there are Jennifer, aramai. Aramai, yeah. And I went over and, and they basically said to me, right, we've decided it's time that you had your Māori name. And I went, what? You know, started feeling very... And they said, yes, right. Hmm. Hmm. I'm like, yes, and like, right, that's it, and of course, I felt com- I felt really unworthy at first. You know, it was an incredible gift, especially from those two. Mm. But I see what they did there, hear me. Mm. They went, she's going to use the stage for good. And I take that, they laid down the challenge for me. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, have this name, it's got so much more to it. So I take that incredibly seriously. That means that's the first, those are the first words wherever I am on the stage, except when I'm playing a character in a play, of course. But if I'm standing here, an MC or giving a speech, you know, so that it is heard everywhere and it's normal so it's a, it was a, it's an incredible gift and i i still have a wonderful correspondence with sutimoti and um and i got a chance to thank him in a performance um in Napier, we in went along a, and yeah yeah and ahuriri and at the end of the show i was playing Marlena dietrich and i normally leave the stage i'm never jennifer in in that costume i normally leave the stage but Aye. we'd as a surprise we'd prepared a, um one of his songs and performed it for him, and I got a chance to thank him in front of a full audience for being such an extraordinary teacher. Mm. Carrying on with the theme of Teatamira, your ingoa, how important now is Te Reo Māori in your in your mahi? You know, I don't think there's a day that goes by I don't use it. In the last few months, I've been working as an intimacy coordinator, he kairuruku taupiringa, um, i te taho o um, the television series Ahikaroa and that's um, He Hōtakare Orua, it's a bilingual television show and so you know every day I'm out, I was out there every time I was on set, you know Kahuriki te reo Māori, te reo Pākehā not everybody could speak but, but the, the, the kaupapa, the chikanga of that programme is, is te reo Māori mm. and, um, and I found that just I felt, how lucky am I? To be out there working in the Tene Ao Fakari and, and to be able to speak Te Reo Māori. Um, and I make an, an effort to do Facebook posts in Ngāre o Erua, mm. both languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to, you know, just dot it out there in my world. Mm-hmm. If I'm invited, as president of the uh, union, Equity, if I'm inviting, uh, welcoming overseas guests or people from out of town to some kind of a gathering, then I'll do that a proper mihi whakatau, uh, ki rātou, and, uh, and I make all of the actors learn a waiata <laughs> <laughs> so Aye. that we actually stand strong. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, so I have, I take that sense of 
of, of pride in what we give to our visitors very strongly. So I think the way that I even start, if I was directing a show, the way I'd have everybody gathered at the beginning, how we run the rehearsals, everything would have much more of a tikanga Māori uh, feel to it. Kia ora. Yeah. Mm. So, Not just uh, te reo tikanga. Yeah, mm. te reo tikanga. Yeah, mm. ka, ka hoa haere, nga mea e rua. They go along hand in hand. The tikanga. You can't separate the tikanga from the reo. Tika. And I, I even find it very strange if somebody, a Pākehā, does a speech and nobody sings. Mm. <laughs> You know, yeah. um, so all of those things have obviously kind of made their way into me by osmosis over all of these years. <laughs> and I'm like, who's singing the song? What? Why isn't somebody? Why isn't somebody responding? As Pākehā, what parts of Te Reo, Tikanga, the culture, do you leave and say this is not for me? To, oh, and, and um, this is for yes. someone else to come in and, and yeah. teach or, or to facilitate. Yes, Karanga, mm-hmm. that's not for me to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he moko, that's not for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, ngā karakia. Or mm. um, so the things of the things that are uh, tapu and he taonga mō ngai Māori anake. So um, yeah, I know when to you know butt out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it should be only Māori women who do tangata whenua who do karanga and and kofo unless I've been specifically asked mm. and I have got permission. Like somebody said, can you speak because there's no one else speaking Te Reo Māori? I said, well, I need to have make sure that the tangata whenua are okay with that and I have permission from the people. So I would check those things out first. I think those would be mm. the, the main things. Yeah. The, the deeper parts of te reo <coughs> Māori, of, of te ao Māori. Of te ao Māori. Yes. Yeah. Te ao Māori. Yeah. Now you're at the stage where you're fluent in te reo Māori. How do you how do you carry on learning when you've when uh, you've done all these courses? Yeah, where, yes, where, where yes. do you go now? I, I say find opportunities to speak. That is really mm. my, my major advice. And so um, so with Kapa Kōrero that we have, we meet up and we did that over Zoom for a few uh, over lockdown too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it just means like every and I get rung by reporters quite a lot of the time. So and might do an interview in Te Reo Māori. So mm-hmm. things just come up and you have to be on on your game but I would say um, yes just doing something every day whether it's reading a book aloud mm-hmm. or or looking up some words or making a Facebook post in Te Reo Māori just something to keep your hand in kei ngaro, kei ngaro, ngaro tō reo, in case your your reo gets lost kei waikura yes waikura yes waikura haere. rusty mm. yeah yeah waikura haere. E kore ngaro ka, ka waikura yes, haere. Yeah, yes so yeah. um and i suddenly go oh god there is that word i went oh napia ahu ahu you know <laughs> yeah. and i got i get a little bit panicky if i think mm. i've lost some words so um and i have a big pile of kurareo books that i need to go through and actually you know knuckle down and do some work on that and then i think um just if you can do a kurareo, a five-day language course, that's a, a great one. My first one, I was probably semi-hysterical by day three. I hadn't realised, you know, I was only like a few years into it and only been to a class a week. And I seemed to think that I, <laughs> God, he taonga te kuare. It's um, a, a good thing I was ignorant um, because um, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I can go to this five-day thing. and Don't be on too much. You might discourage yeah. some of those listeners. And I, I <laughs> to, sorry. I have to – but, but um, I didn't know that I was surrounded by the creme de la creme of, mm. of Māori teaching in Aotearoa. And that was a good thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I probably would have walked out the door. Mm. But anyway, but, you know, don't be disheartened, e hoa mā. Mm. Um, and just, just try. Don't – 
um, it's very easy to think it in your head and write it down on the page, but the main thing is to speak it, to get it out, you know, mai te mata o te pene ki te mata o te arero. From the tip of the tongue, uh, tip of the pen to the tip of the tongue. That's Te Farihuya said that. Mm. And um, uh, that's an important thing to think about. Even if you go, even if you feel like, oh, this sounds terrible, just try and take off your little judgment hat and, and give yourself a pat on the back for trying. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because and there'll be plenty of people to help you if you ask for it. Yeah, you know, that's what Tanya Papa says. It's better to be wrong than nothing. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Better yeah. Than nothing. yeah, better than nothing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I, I wouldn't have got better without people. Um, uh, correcting me, mm-hmm. and I want to be correcting. Yeah. I say to people, please, if I got that wrong, correct me, please. Yeah. That's how I'll learn, and I will never forget it. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's okay to be to not know. My is advice that? is to do something small but beautiful to people. So I hear a lot of people going, uh, n- <coughs> now, now my. And I say, how about just saying, let me talk about the word tēnā. Mm. Feel the weight of it. Mm-hmm. Feel the macron on each word. Tēnā. Mm-hmm. It's not tēnā. It's not tēnā. Tēnā. Mm-hmm. Can you feel a little dead in T? Mm. Can you go to say D and then say a T? Tēnā. Now, if I said to you, tēnā koe, hear me, would you feel n- noticed and acknowledged? But if I've been, oh, tina mm. I said, in the word is the acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. So those are the little things I try and take out to the general public when I'm talking to them or to groups to say, um, just to even hold the beauty of that word in their head, tina koe. Uh, the person will feel seen. Iti te kupu. Iti te nui te kōrero. Te katai. Like I talk to groups of teachers, groups of doctors. They want to make things more... Mm-hmm. Um, are all friendly, you know, in their in their practices, and I think that's wonderful. Mm. But I even had to teach them how, when they welcomed me into the room, and there were people still coming, going, there were people eating, and everything. I said, "So just let, get, let me give you a hint for next time. If you have a visitor come in, mm. um, it's lovely that you stand up and welcome welcome me. That's wonderful. But perhaps everybody else needs to be sat and not talking at the same time." Kia and, you know, just little bits of tikanga things that actually put a bit of structure around them Aye. for them. And they'll, uh, they'll feel better about it. No. And I yep. think a lot of it actually is bravery for Pākehā. Because, like I said, acknowledgement is in Māori, the Māori, Māori DNA. To talk face-to-face, the hongi, everything is very, it's very direct. You're not afraid of, of talking out these things. And I think as... Pākehā, we sometimes kind of, you know, we're a little bit slippery. We, you know, we're too scared to sort of say something nice to somebody's face, acknowledge them in that big way. Um, so if you can do it in a, perhaps in a small way and feel the weight of the words, of the Māori words and that, it might make you just feel a little bit more connected to that person. So I think there's a chance for great empathy through te reo Māori. Kia ora. Tēnā koe, yenei kōrero. He kōrero anō au. Hei whakakapi a tāua kōrero. Oh, I just want to encourage any of you listening to to get aboard the wakareo. You, you, it's the, 
funniest, wittiest, deepest, beautiful, most poetic, gorgeous language I've ever had the privilege of learning. And I can tell you that your your place here on this whenua of Aotearoa will feel more solid uh, as you, you know, where you stand in this land will feel more solid. So to those of you who've started, ka rawe, whakanuia, and I mihi atu ki a koutou katoa. And um, to those of you toying with it, maybe have a think about um, think about who of you, it doesn't have to be someone who is already your friend, just see if there's somebody out there who can be your your hoa, tō pōwhirinaki, your 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 post to lean on mm. as you go through this reo journey. And um, kia kaha tonu tātou katoa. Kia ora, tēnā koe. Tēnā koe he e te manu kawe ki o te atamira, tēnā koe i ātāua kōrero. I ātāua e koni ahi nei, uh, e mihi atu ana ki a koe. Tēnā koe, kia koe anō hoki. <laughs>